0: Welcome back to the Injury Prone Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Edwin Porras. Don't call me doctor, I'll punch you in the face. Today we have an extremely special guest. I say they're all special, so maybe he won't feel that special because I say that about all of them. But he definitely is a guest who comes with um, um, a unique perspective, I'd say, on fantasy football, a unique perspective uh, on the Twitter sphere, a unique perspective when it comes to divorces and estrangements from wives a unique perspective when it comes to testosterone levels um, and drafting no running backs within the first 10 rounds of a fantasy football draft. Of course, I'm talking about Danny Carter at CD Carter 13. Um, So I know he's there. He's also obviously his new gig. Congratulations to him, his new gig at at Roto World. Uh, He's also the, he runs Draft Consultant Inc. And he's obviously a part of the Live in the Stream fantasy football podcast with JJ Zacharyson. I'm talking about none other than danny carter how you doing man
1: it me it you hi hey edwin thank you thank you for for having me and uh i i won't call you doc or doctor uh, yeah, during don't. this podcast it's just a shtick. um hey, by the way i i like i like how you put a little um uh a little a little country on the living the stream uh name there you said live in the stream you took off Is the there g. No g there is there a it, it, it's no no you took you took it off it's living oh, the street for
0: that i'm from the middle of nowhere kansas so that's probably where you got that from that's probably where you heard we're
1: living we're living the stream. we're not living this that
0: sounds, right? sounds like a the, the intro what? sounds like a country song though please tell me you've said that before we talked about that
1: oh yeah i mean the, 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 the intro is kind of like that <laughs> yes the intro is by a guy on fiverr okay um and uh he he literally just took the description that JJ sent him, uh, the description of the show, and just su- are you sung it, like, a country song. <laughs> Yeah, like word word for word, just over a random beat. Yep, yeah. Yep. And if you listen, you're like, oh yeah, that definitely is how JJ or Denny would would just describe the podcast, you know. And and uh, but it it worked out because I think I think the intro to Living the Stream is uh, legendary. At
0: yeah, this point. I I would definitely agree with the legendary part but but in all seriousness man um and I didn't get to tell you this before we I mean we talked for like 10 15 minutes before we started recording you really were one of the like one of the first I'd say I'd say big timers that uh that uh decided to re- like respond to me when I messaged you. I just I think I just messaged you like on a whim I don't even remember what I said I was just like oh I'm going to talk to this guy he, he's kind of funny and I'm going to DM him and you DM <laughs> me back and then here we are like a year later and you're still like one of the That's nicest right. dudes like on uh, Wow. on uh the twitter.com so um i did want to get that out yeah. there that uh danny's one of the nicest yeah. dudes out there
1: i and yeah i mean that's that's completely spoiling my uh my shtick online but um but no no i i appreciated your work and you know read it and read your your timeline and um i i leave my d open i leave my Excuse dms you? open for this family friendly show i leave my d open. <laughs> this is a family show um for the for this reason uh although i do also get some weird messages Okay, you do um you know i what's the weirdest thing just finish what you're
0: gonna say and then i want to know what the weirdest DM. yeah i know i
1: got i got your message and i and i and i wanted to you know get you out there to to promote you and and i congratulate you on um on you know making a name making a name for yourself in the fantasy space
0: well i appreciate that i would i would still consider myself working to get to a place similar to where you are um, but yeah, that's very much appreciated, man. You're one of the, you were one of the first mm-hmm. who, uh, you could, you could almost say like you discovered me in a sense. So I appreciate that.
1: Uh, I feel like uh, an I do. I rookie. actually, I will, I will, I will take credit for that. I, I, uh, I have a, a, a series of people that I just it, I keep tabs on. I'm like, no, I, I discovered this person, this person, this person. Rich Rebar is my crowning jewel. Did you
0: find him? You're, you discovered Rich?
1: uh I, look, yeah I don't want to you take did let's hear it because he's he he's worked hard of course he, Rich has worked hard. he's an incredibly hard worker he's a just his his mind works in ways that i just can't imagine So right, right where he'll just come up with a take where i'm like oh yeah it's that simple yeah. isn't it mm-hmm. like like on on fantasy wise i'm like that's why he likes that player okay i get it and and he so he has like a special you know he's um he's like uh russell crowe in that movie um a beautiful mind he's a he has a fantasy football beautiful mind but yes uh he was in my mentions like eight years ago and i was like well i need to get this guy writing so yeah
0: wow you have quite the lineup here i feel like you're like the new york giants who draft a lot of talent at positions they don't need but like they still have a lot of talent you know what i mean
1: (laughs) and then uh uh, tj hernandez absolutely pwned me in a league (laughs) maybe six years ago just crushed me.
0: And you said how and did then, you do it basically? Is that where you're going?
1: With? Well no, and then no and then he critiqued me on, on it and I was like, Wow, this guy, <laughs> this guy knows this knows this shit. And so I was like, well, I TJ, you know, you need to get this stuff on, on paper. And uh, and now he's incredibly now listen to this. Now I write for TJ at, at four for four sometimes. Mind blown. Yeah man. Now he's, he's the boss, man, that stuff, that
0: stuff crazy how that stuff works, isn't it? I mean, I I think that, I don't know, I almost think of like the fantasy space is like a weird tiered thing, but like, it's such Mm -hmm. a low, like the bar for, um, what am I trying to say? Like, um, like anybody can put content out. Right. And I feel like all, like, it's so easy to put the barrier, like the barrier of entry, is so low yeah like you see how like justin bieber got massive yeah. just putting out youtube videos and i feel like some of the best minds in fantasy football were like just people sitting at a desk job like isn't that what jj did jj like had a desk job and then was like that's and exactly. then it's like i don't like yeah. this and then it's like has <laughs> like a followers on twitter or something now for fantasy football so this stuff's crazy
1: yeah, I don't. I don't like to talk about JJ's follower count. If we don't, if we can like just that not do that. that.
0: Sorry, I think. I don't, I don't, sorry, sorry Cause, about that.
1: Because it's like it's like quadruple mine at this point. <laughs> I think
0: here's the thing though. You've capped. We've completely derailed. This is fine though. Uh, you've capped your uh your your quote unquote follower count, which I don't care about follower count, whatever. But like you've capped it. But I feel like you've done it in an honorable way because you just have realistic, real world takes. And the people who are like, stick to sports, stick to football, like won't follow you. Yeah. But like, fuck that, because I I don't that's want right. them follow. I wouldn't want them following me anyway.
1: <laughs> right, right. And uh, you know what? And that's that's kind of a new thing in fantasy that, you know, that mindset that you just described was not commonplace at all until uh, well, I want to say uh, November 2016. So, um, you know, that. It, yeah, I don't I don't know what something happened, but the. um. It used to be where, you know, everybody pretty much stuck to sports. I, I will say that I, I do think you're right. I have maxed out on the on the cross section between um, <clears throat> fantasy football and socialist uh, politics. So, <laughs> yes, I think I think that's I think I've gathered everyone who has those two interests is following <laughs> me and there's nobody else out there.
0: Socialists <laughs> and fantasy. Oh my God. I'm literally trying not to laugh my ass off right now. Okay. Um, By the way, this is a funny story. I have a cousin who, uh, him and I differ on a few beliefs. I'll put it that way. And we were having a conversation about socialism, right? And uh, I I described it to him in a way. And it was a little, it was a, it was a more passionate argument probably than I'm giving it credit for. Anyway, moral story is I ended, I ended by saying, just Google the definition of socialism. Mm -hmm. And he literally Googled Mm -hmm. it. And he just sort of like nodded his head. And then I looked at him and we both nodded our head. And he had no idea what he was talking about, and I feel like those are half the people in your mentions that are just like, "What are you talking about?" Which leads back to my question about what's the weirdest DM that you ever oh, that you yes. ever got? Um, hmm. Trying to and, think and of if you can't think of one, years. I got more stuff. So go ahead.
1: No, no, no. Yeah. So uh, I want to say probably around Christmas, around New Year's, uh, I got a I got a DM from someone who wanted me to print out my 69 ways to own a libs book because it's only available on ebook and, and, I'm, and I, I'm not send it to them. I mean yeah so so right so they wanted me and I was like you know you can do that like if if I I think that there is an option if you download the book I think you can print it out like I don't have to do that and send it to you and but they want they they actually were asking For me to make it a real book just for them
0: that's that's just just one strange it's not the direction i thought this was gonna go but
1: that's pretty strange just just it
0: sounds like just one copy go ahead go ahead you
1: know i looked into it and it would be prohibitively expensive and and i said no i'm not i'm not doing that and that was a weird dm because it was very specific and a very long dm and it was like (laughs) it was it was just like matter of fact like i want this please send it to this address i was like that's not a reasonable request did you respond oh yeah yeah we went back and forth and eventually i was like i'm sorry i this is not gonna work <laughs> out <laughs> you know feel feel free to spend the two dollars and download it that's like. very
0: strange that's a very odd request so uh i can say that's that's obviously one of the weirdest ones
1: oh yeah i also got one where someone um spanned my dms with um uh, videos of trump uh doing voiceovers for like like apocalyptic type videos where it was like you know streets burning like like you know military in the streets this and that and like his voice is echoing above it all and but i got it was like 15 videos at once and they were like watch this your mind will be changed well i did i did watch about 30 seconds of it and then when i was your mind my mind was not changed It was not no. My 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 principles did not melt away as I watched this horrifying video.
0: That's kind of interesting how uh, somebody tried to convince your mind online and nothing happened. So it seems seems to be the yeah same. no it is.
1: It's almost like you like no one's mind can be changed. That's
0: <laughs> I think yeah. I think uh, one of the funniest things is like these and I and I tweeted about it today. Like these different ways that FF debates go, fantasy football debates go. For those of you who aren't street smart, FF means fantasy football. Um, I I always wonder, like, whose mind, like, whoever walks away from a fantasy football debate, and they're like, you know what, I have wholeheartedly swayed my thoughts, and I now have a different viewpoint and perspective. Thank you, kind ma'am and sir, uh, for that viewpoint. Like, has that ever happened to you?
1: Um, it's been so long since I've had an earnest fantasy football debate on on the internet that I don't really remember. I mean, definitely. I thought I've had arguments where I thought good points were raised and it sort of made me hedge a little bit. I don't know if it completely changed my thinking on a a certain uh, strategy or philosophy or or player. Um, But I, you know, Edwin, I have seen it happen. I have witnessed people's minds change on fantasy football stuff. Now, when I say their minds can't be changed, I'm mostly talking about politics because politics is all about gut feeling and you can't change gut feeling. but but yeah, I it, it it has happened, believe it or not.
0: So I got another question for you. Then this sort of leads into the into the first one that's actually scripted. We just did twelve minutes of unscripted discussion, so I'm sorry about that. <laughs> um Have you ever not been owned, or have you? How many times have you actually been not owned online?
1: Been not, I I well uh, my 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 streak is at eight thousand four hundred seventy five days right now. Of not being. When did you start your Twitter oh, account? Oh, oh, I should have looked. Let's see. Uh, I can look at that. Oh, jeez. A twenty eleven. Twenty
0: eleven. Man, those were back yeah. in the days. I think I was in. I was still in high school when you started your Twitter account, dude.
1: So. Yeah, I don't want to either. Of them. Were you
0: actually oh, born man. August twenty seventh? I was. Oh no. wow. Well, happy bir- happy early birthday.
1: Happy oh, early thanks. Birthday, I early thought birthday. you were going to say me too.
0: No, no. Mine's uh, March twenty seventh, but uh, different day. Yeah, you joined in <laughs> September yeah. two thousand eleven.
1: Can I tell you what my first tweet yeah. was?
0: Please. Oh
1: my God, my first tweet was at Indama and Sue, and it was begging him to stop Tony Romo on Monday Night Football. <laughs> You're this is, just this as is bad at this now <laughs> as you were. <laughs> yeah. No, listen, this is this is absolutely humiliating, and I can't believe I'm admitting this. But yeah, my first I was saying, you know, please stop because I because I was facing him in my most important league and I need him to score like less than 15 points. I don't remember what happened. <laughs> but, but but seriously, but yeah, I was like Indomitian, like I need you to step up tonight. I mean, what an idiot I got. What just, happened? I just what, want to go time back. Timeout. What, what? OK, so
0: you tweeted at Indomitian suit, right? The outcome happened. You don't remember what happened. How do you, how do you remember. remember that was your first
1: tweet? Because um, a few years ago there was like some sort of Twitter event where you could you could like see your first tweet in some easy way. Like you could like look up your first tweet somehow. Um, I forget what it was, but it was it was a whole thing. And everybody's first tweet is terrible, by the way. Um, it, it, it's like it's like you're you're using like a like an alien technology that you're not sure really how to manipulate it kind of it's just it just looks like that like we're all we were all babes in the woods we didn't know we were doing so yeah that was my first
0: yeah i gotta say i don't know what my first tweet was i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to look that up um, I'll find that. I mean, it was probably bad.
1: It was probably. I'm just. I'm just warning. I you. actually
0: think that it's not that. I think that I tweeted at like the Dan Lebitard show. So I think that this. This is. I think that I relate to this, but I have to find what the first right, case. right. You.
1: You right because the, that's the reason you joined. You joined to join the conversation, yeah. and that's exactly
0: you know. what you did with Dom Sue, and you don't have no idea how that ended.
1: Mm, I. I don't think it ended well. Uh, I mean, I deserve whatever happened because <laughs> it was. It's just a, a terrible idea, and. I mean, I, I, deserved, I deserved to be hit by Ndamukong for that. Is he, is he still in the league? Yeah, I mean, I think he's on his 11th team. He's floating around somewhere. somewhere. So speaking of the NFL, then,
0: um, tell us why we're lying to ourselves about um, this NFL season actually happening.
1: Because we are not underestimating the power of pure, unadulterated greed. Which will drive the season, and if you think that NFL owners are going to say, you know what, this just isn't the year, like we just have to accept that there will be no games and that we have to start over next summer and try it again, then you then I then I think that that's deluded thinking. I you know you Jerry Jones and his ilk, they're not giving up on anything. They will approach this thing with blunt force they will make a season happen whatever however long it is six weeks ten weeks the whole season who knows you know no fans fans some fans what whatever they have to play on the moon they will play on the moon uh you know which will add a whole different element fantasy wise we'll have to we'll have to get an algorithm for that but the um uh it's it's happening it's ha- did you read the um, Peter King column when he uh, on on his tour of the Vikings facility no, I don't know how to read <laughs> well, that's, that's, oh, you've made it a long way. I, have, I have
0: no I haven't I haven't read yeah. the Peter king piece Tell me about it
1: yeah, it's good i I recommend uh everybody you know give it a read because um it talks about all of the protocols in place in the Vikings facility to detect. And isolate anyone, including players, staff, anybody in the building who uh test positive or 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 might be positive for COVID. Now, the main issue is that there's a 24 hour lag between, and I, you know, I feel like I'm I I'm just telling you what you already know, but there's a 24 hour lag b- between when they can test players and when they can get the results back. And so the concern is in that time. If a player is positive and he's in the huddle with a bunch of players, and then they're in, in huddles with other players and they're interacting with everybody else, then that's when a team could be just completely shut down by the virus. Um, there needs to be like an instant, instantaneous test. Is that is that something that is available anywhere in the US? Absolutely and, not.
0: The uh, First of all- But the, it's available the, other places,
1: right? I. I...
0: I don't know about immediate testing, man. I honestly haven't heard. I'd have to read the column to know exactly what he's talking uh, about. But I, the testing that I know of is, is easy to nasal and uh, mouth swabs. And uh, even the fastest turnaround time is like three days. Um, I know that I just had to take one for my place of employment and it took six or seven days. I think it took, I think, I think yeah. it took a week. Um, and you have to also have to consider they want like the fast the, the high the better the technology i guess the faster technology that comes up with these this testing and this goes for anything not just covid testing any type of like advanced testing that that becomes available the, the the more advanced it is and the faster turnaround the lower the sensitivity rate and so when you lower that sensitivity rate which essentially helps to rule out like a sensitivity rate is the level or the percentage of uh, basically, chance that you have that that it's a negative test and it means that you can rule it out mm-hmm. if like you don't have it. And like that sensitivity, mm-hmm. the lower that sensitivity gets, then the worse off you get because you get false negatives and false positive or you get false negatives, and that's
1: obviously mm-hmm. a really bad thing. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that the 24 hour testing is not ideal,
0: not ideal. And uh, I like I said, I'd have to I'd have to read more about it. I don't want to talk out of turn necessarily, but I do know just generally speaking. We barely have like acceptable sensitivity, specificity rates on those tests. And sometimes we still get, you know, false reports back. So I just imagined in my head, just off the top of my head that it would be not, it would still not be ideal. Wow, that's, that blows. <laughs> uh, yeah, I <laughs> I could be wrong though. Like I said, I, that's off the top of my head. That's just me talking off the cuff.
1: I, I was impressed by the protocols in place, by like the mask wearing, uh demands of everybody in the building i guess you know they an nfl player's liberty ends when he, he enters the team facility um uh, and is forced to wear a mask but the, we can the, still be Patriots. the team seems just <laughs> you, you can somebody said that today on Twitter. the uh the team just seemed very very serious about you know catching it before it spreads oh oh they they have to carry around those those little tracers so that so that uh, the team oh, can right, know right. who like was a right. The, the team can know who was around the player or the or the staffer who tested positive. And I I thought that that was that was well. I don't know if it's effective, but it's cool. It's very cool. And um, uh, so if, if I thought if every team took it that seriously, there is a chance that it doesn't completely destroy the season but obviously there will be outbreaks uh, in locker rooms and you'll probably yeah I mean correct me if you think I'm wrong but I, I would think that there will be Sundays where an entire second team will be playing oh, for for certain teams you know where where you'll, you'll just lose everybody um, uh, from just a small outbreak that just spreads and spreads
0: I think we're really going to find out. um, First of all, yes, everything you just said.
1: Um,
0: There are going to be outbreaks. People are going to test, players are going to test positive. There are going to be backups and backups to backups playing. And it's going to be volatile. What's going to not help is, and I saw these rumblings. I don't know how you would describe what a rumbling is like, but I've I've read rumors um, that they also want to test. And I don't know how true this is because I know the official report came out, but I haven't been able to find the actual official report, just reportings of the report. Um, They want to test or not test, but uh, take everybody's temperature before Sunday mornings when everyone gets to Mm -hmm. the uh, stadium. Is that, is that Mm -hmm. really a part of it? The deal?
1: Yes. I I, no. I've seen that. Yeah. And that's, that's why I think uh, a lot of things will change on Sunday mornings where you will just get reports from Adam Schefter, like the following quarterback receivers and running back on the same team are out today. I mean, I'm just talking about what would impact fantasy, you know? Right. Um, and and so you, you know, you have to scramble, like you have to make sure that all your leagues have a bunch of IR spots to put to put players in, but how quickly those players can be designated for IR is a question, you know. Uh, um I I think seasonal leagues will depend entirely on your ability to manage your teams in real time. Like there, there will be no setting and forgetting in the year of our Lord 2020. Sorry to get religious.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. There's going to be no, uh, there's going to be no setting and forgetting. And I think that's going to be, and I talked about this a little bit. I haven't published this pod yet, but I recorded one and I talked about basically all that stuff that you're going to have to deal with. Um, the new rule with the IR is that the teams basically have an unlimited amount of uh, IR moves that they can make during the, during the uh, season. And so they can place a player on IR for three weeks, but the problem becomes, um, like if you want to designate COVID specific IR slots, it's going to be just like any other injury. You're not going to, you're going to be like Bill Belichick who like when Bill Belichick's players like hurt their ankle, he'll Mm. list like shin or he'll be like Mm. knee, And you're like, dude, that's Mm. not even the same thing. And you're going to get some of that. So you're just going to get illness. Right. And if Mm. they don't report quarantine, or if they don't report, you know, this player is in practice or out of practice. And we also have to remember this is privileged information. It's still HIPAA still applies to these millionaires, believe it or not, they're humans. Um, they still have insurance plans and such. And so HIPAA laws, privacy laws still apply to them. So we might not even know that that this, that this person has has COVID. And my point in saying all that is it's going to be difficult to really say, okay, you can only use this IR slot for your COVID positive players because it's just not, that's not going to be realistic at I just think commissioners need to be a little, a little flexible this year. What do you think?
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, your, your comment about HIPAA reminds me of Ezekiel Elliott's tweet after news of his uh positive test leaked and it was just HIPAA with 15 uh, question marks. Uh, is that, I didn't miss that. I wish I would have seen it. Yeah. That. It's
0: yeah, so freaking <laughs> true. Oh my God.
1: Yeah. That's, that's uh I I joked on Twitter that that's my reaction when, um, I hurt my hamstring in, in softball, and the next week, everybody asked me how I was doing. I said, HIPAA? Does no one observe HIPAA here? Well, did, did you guys hack my medical files? Uh, no, believe it or not, uh, I
0: don't it, think that many people cared
1: about your uh,
0: your hamstring, man. You to play slow Well, pitch. they did. They you did. play actually, slow pitch? They
1: actually, I, I, I do, and I'm the leadoff hitter, so my hamstring matters a lot, Edwin.
0: Wow. What does that mean? Yeah. I don't play baseball. Anyway. I got, um, I got, I'm the leadoff hitter. I, I got to get around the bases, man. Can you do that?
1: Uh, yeah, at, at my advanced age, I idea, do manage, I was going to yeah. say,
0: as a boomer, oh, I didn't get to tell the story, and I'm going to. So before we started recording, <laughs> Denny said, my audio does not work. Do you know why my audio does not work? This is in in, in the chat, the little chat. I think it was on either DM or the chat of Zencaster. And he said, my my audio doesn't work. I don't know what to do. Like, Do you know how to use this microphone that I have plugged into the computer? I said, Denny, plug in your headphones. And so... He plugged in his headphones, lo and behold, the microphone worked. And so he had his first senior moment, I guess you can call it a boomer moment. And I just wanted to tell that story. Do you want to tell your a end now? Do you want to tell your half yeah, of the
1: story? Yeah, I'll tell the real story. So the, the real story is this, I have a new computer. I don't really know the ins and outs. And also a senior moment is when you forget something. Here's the thing, I never knew how to use this stupid thing. So, so the, and but I do appreciate you uh, filling me in because I have to say, you know, I don't know exactly how I sound right now, but I feel like I sound pretty good and yeah. you, and I can hear you perfectly. Right. And this because is the, the best recording. Yeah, yeah this is the best recording experience I've ever had. And I've been doing this for I don't know, six, seven years now. So so thank you. Thank you, Edwin. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, I appreciate the praise. We've we've addressed exactly one question on this script. Yeah, let's let's get through. Them. <laughs> no, I mean I don't care. This is this is fantastic. This is exactly my, what I want. My...
1: Yeah, I mean my podcast appearances tend to just go completely off script, so, you, do you know. You get to...
0: what do you do when people ask you serious questions?
1: Oh, man, I used to Do you
0: Okay, here, no, no, no. Let me reframe that question. Okay. Yeah. Do you like the serious questions?
1: Um, no, not particularly. I mean, I I I will answer them if I feel like like that's like the mood of the podcast. But, you know, back when I was kind of new to fantasy and I would go on these podcast and they would be like like tell me like the rookie that stands out to you most this year and why you like him I would put on my my very serious <laughs> sports analyst face you know and and be like you know this rookie for the Lions he's got everything going for him folks he's got the burst score he's got the agility score you know I just go you know go through yeah. all that stuff he yeah. he he averaged this he did this the zone running game you you don't know what he's got you know all this, all this sure. stuff to sound to sound like you're on TV. You know, I mean that's that's the whole the right. whole goal. And so I would have a very serious take, and I think I, I I faked it well enough to to get by. But after a while, you know, people stopped asking me the serious <laughs> question, and they, they were just like they were just like uh, you know, I don't know, like like tell us a joke, monkey. You know.
0: <laughs> okay, so here's like, my make, question. You make us laugh. You're, you're like you're you're good at this. Like you're you're legitimately like a good fantasy football player. Like you like your stuff is good. Like you analytics driven, the whole deal, like you're actually good at this. Like have you gotten to the point where you're like, okay, like I'm more than a one trick pony, like because that's that's how I was typing out your script. Um and I was like, man, I'm not asking anything serious, but like he's like he's actually got the goods. Like, does that bother you?
1: No, it doesn't. It it, it doesn't because well and I, and I appreciate you saying that, but um I I do think it gets lost on people um that i i take the game really seriously and i and i love playing fantasy football and i love i actually i love analyzing it more than i love playing but i still do love playing and uh it's a it's a a passion of mine and you would never know it um by the way i talk about it online because <laughs> i just i just think it's i think it's more fun that way you know i just i'm not yeah i'm not i'm not i just don't log on to like engage in like serious discourse about fantasy football now i used to and i just got kind of burned out by it and sometimes i still like on the patreon page for living the stream i i'll have serious exchanges with lots of patrons about uh how to improve their team you know like yeah the, the good and decent pa- patrons right um you know how to improve their team who to play that week who to trade who not to trade this and that and and I, I I really enjoy that. Um. But but uh, yeah, the, the, you're right. I mean, the one thing that people I think miss about me on Twitter, if that's the only way you know me, um, is that you I only really do on Twitter. Danny. I. It's true. <laughs> I, but I, but I really do love the game. So.
0: Okay. Well, good. I'm glad that I'm not offending you. So this this next question, then I think, will be uh, will be just decent for you. Now you said you were talking something, um, uh, maybe switching gears to a little bit more serious here. You were talking, and what stood out to me in that answer was. Uh, you said when I, when I, I don't log on just to engage, but that would uh, imply that you log off. So I'd like you to reconcile right. that for me.
1: Right. Yeah. No, you can't log on if you log off. Correct. Okay. Deal so, settled. so that's, uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's, it. that's the way it goes. And, and, uh, I have not ever logged off and I never that's, will. That's exactly.
0: <laughs> you never will. And that's why, Oh, here I can get, I can get to this question then after you said that. So speaking of never logging off, how is the divorce and estrangement going for, from your wife?
1: Oh, it's 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 on the up and up. You know, uh, um, we're 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 doing okay. I mean, when I say we are doing okay, what I mean is uh, her team of attorneys and myself are are doing fine. Actually, and uh, when I, I think that the thing that might drive us apart is the fact that the LTS patrons like her a whole lot more than they like me. Not surprising, and that is uh, devastating.
0: Uh, how's the transition bot in that entire? that's sort of a like a triangle there right the transition <laughs> bot, did, did we phase the transition ball out uh what what happened to the transition bot the
1: the trans yes the trans well the transition bot uh is has you know which by the way for those who don't know because I ah, know yes, that for the listeners i ah, guess yeah that there are not uh not everyone is a patron for some reason but um the transition bot is in the middle of my twice weekly <laughs> podcast uh called the podcast and um now it used to be a man sounding uh, transition bot. And now it sounds, I think it sounds like a woman. I don't know. Um, And she, uh, but she, she takes jabs at me constantly. And is she a stand in for my wife? Maybe.
0: Maybe she is your wife.
1: It uh, could be, it could be the, it could be the robotic version.
0: Here's another good question for you. That's on the script. I'm just trying to fit these in now because
1: I'm
0: I'm not trying to waste your time, but at the same time, I think you Mm -hmm. have fantastic answers. Do you care about real football?
1: No. <laughs> nope. Don't care. Do no. Why? I don't uh I can't I've tried to make myself care about what happens in real football. Um, I don't care who wins the Super Bowl. I don't care what happens in the playoffs. The only reason I would ever watch the playoffs is because I have DFS action. Um the the, the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl is the worst day of the year. You know, because you're there's there's hardly any fantasy stuff you can do. I mean, yeah, there's like show showdowns on DraftKings, but and and uh and the single game thing on on FanDuel, but that's it. You know, and and prop bets. So yeah, I've just named three things that you could do on Super Bowl. So maybe it's not that bad. But but no, I I um I only care about fantasy ramifications. I have no investment in anything that happens on the field. Do you, Edwin? Um,
0: I do. To a limited extent, which is why I think I relate to you so much and why I relate to uh, – I don't know if anybody out there listens to uh, the Dan Levitard show. He just like poops on anything like super serious sports-related, like you're not a good sports town like type questions. Like just literally laughs at those kind of people. And I can relate. And, and it's so funny because today I got – it's funny you ask that. Today somebody responded to me on Twitter or a podcast. Somebody – okay, so I was on a podcast. I talked about how Carson Wentz isn't injury-prone. Mm-hmm. and how there's data to back and support blah 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 right so i guess i'm a little more serious than you i'm kind of ashamed of it at this point so no don't be anyway sure. they 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 asked me that or they they just posted they tweeted it and isn't my episode and this guy respond this guy that has has had a twitter account since 2008 and has 27 followers said wow you're really drinking the eagles kool-aid and that's oh, a laughable comment
1: i love it
0: I and love uh it. in my head and i didn't this is a lose-lose situation you you know you know how this goes but in my head, my initial instinct was, "Buddy, I don't care about your NFL team because I hardly mm-hmm. care about my NFL team." Like, who is who is your team? Uh, uh Seattle. Okay, they're stuck All in right. the Stone Age. They're uh, they're establishers. Ah. P. Yeah, it could a good be old worse. establisher. It could be worse, you're right? It could be the Minnesota Vikings. But anyway, yeah. that's a, that's a, that's that's where I stand. Is I don't care that much. Like I don't care about traditions. And it sounds like you, uh,
1: yeah. You know, I, I, I mean, you know, you're, you're talking to, uh, you know, you're talking to someone who, who lived and died with the Miami dolphins for 15 years. I mean, Miami I was,
0: <laughs> I know the
1: song. exactly. Uh, I was a, uh, uh I was just an absolute diehard d- didn't care about anything else in football except for the dolphins. And, um, I, 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 can almost guarantee I'll never have that feeling. Here's the one, the one exception would be if, if one of my kids played on an NFL team, then I may, I may get that feeling back. That's it. That's the only, that's the only scenario in which that happens.
0: Well, I can't say that I uh, disagree very much. I mean, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good answer. So, I'm 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 just scrolling through and I'm just thinking to myself like this conversation has gone so off the rails and it's like my favorite one that we've done so far. I feel like it's also the one that I've been the most relaxed to. So that's nice. Um, let's let's talk about let's talk about T levels. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell us why. Uh, first of all, tell us why you're so low T. Second, mm-hmm. tell us why um, you're going to draft only running backs in all your drafts this year.
1: Yeah, well, that's because I've been overdosing on testosterone supplements um, as any medical professional would. Uh, recommend the uh, (laughs) yeah i i mean i think this started when um when i started to really like post on twitter about uh the potential upside and benefits of of going zero running back in certain leagues you know in certain settings not every single league and every single setting calls for you to start your your um draft with with five wide receivers off the bat that's not you know uh, but every negative reply I would get to these tweets would be from a tough guy, you know, uh, just a <laughs> just a tough ass guy, either an American flag avy or a dog avy. Oh, I mean, as you know, all dogs are Republicans, yes. and the you uh, know all cats are Democrats. But the 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 prototype for the for the person who would absolutely destroy my zero RB takes was the tough guy. And, you know, they, they would come back with, uh, not only is that dumb, but if you don't start your draft with at least two or three or four running backs, then you're doing it wrong. And which made me of course, go in, uh, into a coma, um, immediately after reading that. But yeah, so I did a podcast about, um, how, like, obviously there was a T level situation going on <laughs> and it had to do, I believe it has to do with the when. Name. When was this? When was this? this? This was last July or June Oh, it's only
0: been a year since the T has been around. Dude,
1: okay. It's crazy. I know. It feels like 10 years. But yeah, yeah. The T level thing started last year. And and I think it has to do, I was saying this, it has to do with the uh the nature of the running back position, which is tough, right? I mean, it's it's you know, you get the ball, you square your shoulders, you slam into people head first, you crush. You run through people. You humiliate people either by juking them out or by just just steamrolling them. And so that's like you know, a very appealing to a certain kind of football fan. It's just that kind that kind of football. You know, the, the running game is tough, tough guy stuff. It's it's Matt Patricia, high T. You know, we're gonna yes. phys- physically dominate you. Even if we lose, we're gonna physically dominate you, and that's all that matters in the end um and and then you know zero wide and, and i'm sorry and zero running back calls for a lot of wide receivers and wide receiver you know more of a non-physical finesse if you will more of a finesse position you know and 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 you know a lot of divas play wide receiver and yeah, and anyway. uh, yeah yeah and and i you know i like a diva so i'm not i'm not denigrating them but they you know so it makes sense it just makes sense that that you know low t equals receiver high t <laughs> equals running back.
0: I heard you and uh, I heard you and uh, JJ talk on one of the one of the pods, one of the living living G, the stream pods um, about the lowest T coaches. Hmm. And now that we've reshuffled the league, uh, the coaching carousel has ended. Can you tell me your uh, your top, if this makes sense, your top five lowest T coaches?
1: Five lowest T. Did we we said Andy Reid? Oh, absolutely. King and, of the Low Tees. Yeah, so I think I think Did you see he, what he
0: said when they when he won the Super Bowl? They said are you going to have a cheeseburger cuz after the NFC Championship he said or AFC mm-hmm. Championship he said I'm going to go home and have a cheeseburger to celebrate what, and then what did he say? and then and then they asked him after the Super Bowl what are you going to do? And, or they said they said are you going to go home and have a cheeseburger and he said I might have two.
1: <laughs> I, <is> it, <laughs> I That I, up by the way. <laughs> that's exactly what he said. That's funny. Uh yeah, he's he's a I like that guy, um, yeah. So he's he's low T for sure. Uh, who 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 else will qualify? I mean, Sean McVay. Um, does I he think. though?
0: I think does Sean McVay well, qual- I don't know. He fed the ball to Gurley a lot, and then he said, "He remember I think you tweeted about it when he said we need to. I'm I'm a dummy, and we need to start feeding Todd Gurley more." Right? He said something along those lines Yeah,
1: week. I mean, he completely uh, went away from analytics as soon as Jared Goff started sucking. Which maybe that's the. Way to go.
0: But Jericho um, has
1: always sucked, by the way. God, he's so bad. Um, you know, I, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to think of low T coaches because so many of them just want to be like everybody else. I mean, it, it, it's Sean a, Payton, it's, perhaps? Oh man, you think Sorry, I interrupted I, you. No, 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 it's fine. I think Sean I think Sean Payton desperately wants the Saints to be just like a run heavy smash mouth team. Is that I mean, I mean, not, really? you know, I'm I'm not talking about 10 years, 15 years ago, but now, you know, um, I think it's different. Um, oh, oh, Bruce Arians, tea for sure.
0: Oh, very low T. Bruce Arians is a good guy. You see yes. that, uh, yes, he in is. the report, the awful, awful report that came out right this week, yes. um, out of the Washington football yeah. franchise. Not surprising, by the way, not surprising that's culture. Um, but, uh. The uh, one of the I, I'm pretty sure that I don't know if this was an article or if this was in a tweet I saw. I really should have been more prepared. Basically, there were two people that uh, that that women in the NFL, um, one 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 woman in particular in the NFL, who said basically like doesn't put up with bullshit men men you know men's bullshit for women, and uh, one of them is Bruce Arians, and mm-hmm. that was nice to see. That was cool. I like that.
1: Arians is uh, by far the least problematic head coach in the history of the league. Um, he treats his uh, employees fairly, like the team staff and coaches, he, he treats them fairly. Um, I remember during the first weeks of the pandemic, he talked about like, this is not the time to worry about football. Just be with your family and and, and stay safe. Um, you know, he. I think he has hired... Uh, women coaches, of course, he would not be the only one. I think um, oh, the the guy in San Francisco, what's his name? Shanahan? Shanahan. I always want to say Schottenheimer. God, I always want to say <laughs> Schottenheimer.
0: Schottenheimer's like the highest of T, isn't he? Uh,
1: no, yeah. Well, but but so is Shanahan. I mean, I, I, I just huh. get, you know what I get? I get my meritocracy mixed up, ah. you know, between between uh, yeah, right. the, the, the coaches of, uh, I'm sorry, the sons of coaches who just happen to be coaches themselves yeah, it's weird it's just isn't it do you think it's dna
0: i think that it might be how good they are at coaching that here's the thing is like if you just work really hard denny right and you wish it Mm -hmm. and you Mm -hmm. will it right and you drink your protein shakes and you don't get in trouble and you just give hand the officer the id when the officer asks for the id and and you just go along your day then you will one day too, denny be a head coach in the nfl
1: it's it's that simple I, i well I I don't know. I don't know if I can, if I can buy into that completely, but I, I, I do, I am constantly amazed Um, that all coaches um, in the league, you know, almost all coaches uh, had a dad who was once a, a head coach in the league. I mean, it's just, it's just crazy. And, and by the way, I guarantee you this on a side note, I guarantee you this Bill Belichick will not leave the Patriots until his son is going to be the, his, his, uh, the next coach.
0: How fitting is it that his son's name is Steve Belichick, Bill <laughs> Belichick, and Steve yeah. Belichick? And Have you heard him talk? Y- yes, it's weird. It's 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 off putting. It's, it's off putting.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's, you know, I I yeah, I'm I'm completely disturbed by it, and, and because it's big turn big turn He's a clone. He's a clone. He's a clone of, of his father, right? Genetically engineered clone, and and I mean, who who could put it past the Kraft family to do that? Um, and and so I I guarantee you there will not be a non-Belichick coach for the Patriots for uh fifteen to twenty years. That's so sad. So so you'll have you have forty years of Belichickian coaches,
0: forty years of cheating is what you'll have. Yeah, well, hey, crossing you know. the line. Listen, that's I, what I, drives me nuts too about these crazy sports fans is like. New England sports fans are like some of the nuts, like some of the biggest nut jobs. And they just, they just fail to admit that their, their coach and God and Lord and Savior is a, just a cheater. Like that's well, not even a, that's not even a hot take.
1: Is but it? everybody, I mean, I, I kind of do buy into the philosophy of if you're not cheating, you're not trying <laughs> in, in sports. I mean, what, well, you know, every Raiders, Raiders every football, great man. athlete and every great coach has been, a cheater, um, you know. Down the line, Michael Jordan, the the king of cheaters, just just an, an enormous che- cheated at everything. Uh, Larry Bird, uh, an incredible cheater, very sly and everything like Jordan, but a cheater nonetheless. Um, you know, Belichick and Brady, a cheater because they will do anything that ends always justify the means with high achieving people no it doesn't matter what you do to get there it just matters that you got there and and you see that that mindset in in new england
0: who would be on your mount rushmore of cheaters
1: oh uh, well i mean uh, jordan and belichick are up there absolutely instantly i i think maybe you throw brady up there oh you have to i feel like you have to
0: yeah wait here's the thing why doesn't craft get any any credit for being a cheater
1: I don't know. I mean, we we know we know he's cheating in one way. That's for sure. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, that video never came out. Anyway, so um,
0: I gotta <laughs> tell you, I could not be more yeah. glad that that video never came out. Um, and that's something that I'm
1: grateful. Yeah, for. I mean, I'm, I you know I wasn't like uh, chomping at the bit to see it, but you I know, feel I, like I it just,
0: sounds uh, like you might have wanted to uh, see it. I
1: might have peeked. I might have peeked. I don't know who who would have that fourth spot. Oh man, um, spot let, on the, oh, let's go. Oh what well, but, I mean, I, you know, I would say Pete Rose, but I just kind of feel bad for Pete Rose. Who who are the uh, Pete Rose is an interesting cat.
0: What, what about um what about the uh, the um, pony pony excess uh, the ESPN thirty for thirty pony excess, um, that that head coach the god mm-hmm. dang it SMU they were had, literally had yeah. a payroll. And right. They told, <laughs> and okay, I'm laughing at this quote because they told so. Like, I think it like went to court or the NCAA court, whatever. And the, and like the indictment came down, and the like AD or whoever it was went up there and was like, "Well, yeah, we're guilty, mm-hmm. but um, we're not going to stop mm-hmm. <laughs> for, until yeah. the season's over because uh, we have a payroll to make." Oh my god. And what they were saying is, we made a commitment, and we need everybody involved to know that if we made a commitment, we're gonna gonna mm-hmm. stick to that commitment. They got. I mean, so SMU, how about that? That's four spot. SMU.
1: Well, I was gonna say Lance Armstrong. Also, oh yeah, okay. yeah. We'll add a fifth spot for Lance. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: and I also wanted to say, um, in this in the line of questioning here, so COVID tends to affect. I mean, it doesn't tend, but there were some early mm-hmm. preliminary findings saying that it tends to affect men due to due to T levels. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to get that out to you. It's not really a question; just something to reckon with.
1: I mean, uh, yeah, let's see. That's why I've, I've I've lived in my basement for the past. Okay. I, I'm I'm terrified with low, with low testosterone. Like I have near zero in testosterone, I, I can't survive out there. Yeah, you You need to stay
0: inside. Please stay inside. Please quarantine. By the way, I found my. This is such a meandering podcast. It's been so nice. <laughs> um, I'm just like. Literally, it's like a lazy river, and I couldn't—I couldn't be happier. There you go. I'm um, relaxed, but I—I—I yeah. I, I almost forgot to uh, tell you, I did find my first tweet. Oh, cool.
1: Okay, what is? I think it's it?
0: almost as bad as yours. I said, <clears throat> and I quote: "Since I'm new to the game, allow me to provide some free all caps value." Oh my god. The hamstring injury manifesto: seven hamstring injury facts for fake football managers, and then it's a link to my blog. And well, that was one of the worst pieces that I've ever written.
1: That's you know what though, that's not nearly as bad as mine. I, I honestly, and I, I'm a little upset. I'm a little upset about that. You, but you, you, but you, but here's the thing, I would click on that, uh, like that description. I mean, it's a little cheesy and self promotional, but I can't yes. blame you. I can't blame you. And and um, and I I would I would click on it. I have to say to the listeners, Edwin. Uh, posted in the Living the Stream Facebook page the other day about me coming on this podcast um, and said, you know, if, if people have questions, throw them out there. And he said, um, at one at one point, he said, you know, he's making a point not to post a link to the podcast. And I, mean, I have to say, I've never even considered not posting a link somewhere because I am so uh, grossly self-promotional. Online. Oh yeah. So so. We well, are a click con- whore. Exactly. Exactly. And and uh, so, congrats on having some self awareness in that regard.
0: <laughs> I think I have a little less self awareness than you might think. It took me a while to get there. I think that first is, uh, <laughs> the first tweet is first tweet is really a documentation of that. Do you want to tell me, by the way, your uh, your top ten kickers of twenty twenty? Let's well, say that we're going to pre- continue pretending.
1: I don't have ten. I don't have ten. But I I do. Okay, seven? I did I did write up. <laughs> Um, so I did write up three, uh, for four for four dot com, which it <laughs> and, and these, yeah, <laughs> there you go. Thirty
0: percent you know, effort. Okay. Compare, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: No, I, I, I honestly don't have I mean, I mean, of course, you know, any of the kickers, any of the top four or five kickers, Lutz, Butker, uh, don't Gold, say Tucker, Gold, uh, Tucker. Yeah. Yeah. Tucker's so good. I kind of sometimes even forget that, like, he's on his own tier, but, um, if any of those guys like fall to the second to last round you know you you take them i mean that's not that's not a question like you just you just go ahead and you take them and that's that's not gonna happen a lot if you're in a casual league a guy like uh Bucker or or uh, tucker those guys will go in like the ninth round in, in in casual leagues um which is fine you know you don't have to feel like you're missing out on a kicker at that point um, but the two guys who I think would be around in almost any league in the final two rounds would be Koo from Atlanta and Matt uh-huh. Gay from Tampa. And those those Excellent two name values. Yeah, exactly. And um I think those two will have plenty of opportunity. And when we're talking about kickers, like anything else, we're talking about opportunity over everything. Koo Koo was actually the number one kicker or number two kicker in fantasy for the second half of the season last year. Um, because he went on that hot streak foot for the falcons uh, and and he would be part of a, tr- a proud tradition of atlanta kickers mostly just matt bryant who have uh <laughs> scored a ton of points you know uh, uh, with matt ryan at, uh, uh, being at the head of the uh, of the uh, falcons offense so um those are those are two guys for sure another did you thing, say
0: matt ryan or matt bryant matt bryant the
1: former kicker no. for atlanta he was yeah, the former. He was the kicker in Atlanta when you were in uh, preschool, I think. Yes. That's um, I seriously actually think that that might be true, and <laughs> uh, I, I'm not kidding. I mean, he's been in the league for tw- he was forever. or he was in the league for like 22 years or something.
0: Um, well, Venetieri too, right? Like 20 plus years.
1: Literally, literally, Venetieri has been kicking since the since the George H.W. Bush administration. That's right, folks. You heard it here. This is breaking news. He's been kicking since before Clinton. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, you were going to
0: say something else about kickers. Though. I interrupted
1: you. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. Um, so he, so I did a, a regression analysis like you do. <laughs> no, you did it. <laughs> like you do. I mean, any, any well-adjusted person is, is looking at kicker regression. <laughs> and I found that the Tennessee Titans... <laughs> had the biggest <laughs> gap between expected uh, field goal attempts and actual field goal attempts last year. So we could see uh, the kicker for Tennessee, whose name I can't come up with right now, uh, you know, really have some good opportunity this year, especially because that offense might be decent. You, you've gotten me started on kickers, and I can't stop. Greg Joseph. Greg Joseph is his name. I literally had to press
0: mute. I had to mute myself from laughing at your <laughs> I did a regression
1: analysis. I did, man. On and kickers I it took it took a hell of a long time to <laughs> You were committed. <laughs> it, the, oh the, man. The whole world's going to hell and I'm sitting here doing kicker regression analysis. I
0: th- I thought so. the Tennessee kicker's name was Matt. Uh, isn't that suckup? Scopey No, not Scopy. That's how they pronounced it on like NFL Game Day, some PlayStation. No,
1: it's, it used to be suck up. Um, but he either got injured or was cut. I can't remember which, but the, the guy from the Browns signed on with the Titans, and I think that he actually didn't attempt a field goal during his like five games with the team because they owned the libs so hard in the red zone last year.
0: Zane, zane gonzalez is that we're talking about
1: zane gonzalez i thought
0: why don't uh, i know all of these kickers dude names? Zane, zane gonzalez is is the arizona kicker come on oh my god oh yeah, that's right that's right what about the arizona kicker it didn't wasn't didn't you i'm pretty i was about to ask you i'm pretty sure it was you that wrote this piece on kickers i think it would only be you that wrote this piece on kickers wasn't the arizona offense like one of the best offenses to have a kick to own a kicker from because they literally sucked at everything in between, in, like, inside the 20?
1: Inexplicably, yes, they, they were. Because you know why? Because they were willing uh, to uh, – Cliff Kingsbury was willing to kick field goals while down by a bunch of points, which is which is maddening. It's, it's, um, it completely screws up the kicker process because we avoid kickers who are likely to see negative game script, right? Uh, because their teams will forego field goal attempts in the second half of games, if they're chasing points. So we avoid them. And, but then a guy like uh, Kingsbury comes along and he says, Hey, we're down by, by 11 points with, uh, uh, that's a bad example. We're down by 12 points with, with, with three minutes to go in the fourth quarter. We're kicking the field goal. We're kicking the field goal at the one yard line. We're doing it. Uh, so that's, uh, you literally
0: gave the one amount
1: where it would be okay. What? Uh, oh, at 11, at, at eleven? No, but but I, I bumped it to twelve. We're bumping it to twelve. <laughs> Give me a crank. <laughs> oh my god.
0: Okay. So yeah. So Cliff Kingsbury tried to own the libs. Can we talk about how Cliff Kingsbury literally failed his way to the top? Yeah, he
1: was never good.
0: He got fired by his alma mater, dude. That's hard to do. Texas Tech fired
1: him. I, I remember, even because I don't watch college football because I think it's terrible. Um. <laughs> I mean, just, just excruciatingly boring, but I, I, I remember looking into his, his offensive background, like his play calling, like the number of plays he ran turns out a lot. Um, and, and, but also his wins and losses. And I'm like, how is this guy in the NFL? What, what is it? What happened? Nobody really knows. Did you see that picture of him on draft night when he looks like he's in the house from eyes wide shut?
0: You know that he, uh, you know that he set that up.
1: Oh, for nobody sure. just
0: chills. Like, did you see there was no ex, like extension cord or outlet anywhere in that house? Who, Edwin, who would notice that? You're you're super I, weird. That's for a maniac, that. A maniac, like I like, but, like but, I am. But I mean, the same, I, or the same person who does a kicker regression analysis.
1: I mean, l- let me just say this: I'm not accusing you know Cliff Kingsbury of anything, but that picture with that house and like the 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 leather shoes with no socks and everything. The first word I thought of when I saw that picture was cocaine. I, 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 I just, <laughs> I just have to say that it, it just so, really screamed that.
0: Did do you do we think that Cliff Kingsbury is high high T or low
1: T then? I can't figure it out. I, I, I thought he just
0: I, traded for DeAndre Hopkins. It's pretty low T, isn't it?
1: Yes, it is. It is, but but I think he also recognizes that running the running back position doesn't really matter. So so, so, yeah, he might be low t that you know we're, we're we're coming around on it,
0: but that picture's high t I would say so it's sort of
1: i mean it it depends i i think I think a lot of tough dudes would look at that picture and think that he looked like a pansy,
0: that's true, that's,
1: very you know. true. I mean, he looked cool, but that doesn't mean tough
0: i I get really mad when these n f l head coaches are like. Just good-looking dudes, you know what I mean? Like, they have everything, and then on top of that, they're like, like uh, Sean McVeigh, right? Yeah. But this is a conversation worth having, right? Sh- we're, yeah, uh, of yeah, manly men. Sean McVeigh.
1: No, I, okay. I, I, I will comment on dudes' looks all day. Uh, I, I, I think Sean McVeigh yeah. is a handsome guy. Here's this. Here's the thing, though. Don't, I don't like the beard. I, he's got. He should shave. Really? Yeah, I. I know he. He used to have like. Uh, like a little stubble like three-day stubble whatever and that that was all right whatever but then it it got to like a week stubble and then just just a flat out beard and it i don't i don't think it, it looks it looks good on him i think he needs a shave
0: who are your top five worst look, looking nfl head
1: coaches oh man that's mean i don't want to do that <laughs> oh damn that's rough if you don't want to do it, then, then we can well, really move on or on. <laughs> you I, said, well, <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of like some like, like a coach I really just don't like. Who I, I wouldn't mind <laughs>
0: it's just a POS
1: making fun. I mean, Greg Williams. There you go, Greg Williams. Just oh, oh absolutely. Oh, just geez, the, the, the dyed goatee. Let me tell you, if you have a dyed goatee, you should be tracked by the police.
0: Absolutely, around the
1: percent. You, you, there's something off about that
0: okay this we've been going on for 59 minutes now i feel like i have to let you get back to your divorce paperwork soon so we're going to (laughs) go ahead and finish up with the splash round okay so would Mm -hmm. you rather freeze to death burn to death or die a slow death lonely alone in a cold bed due to covid restrictions and um those are your three options
1: wow this is a really light way to yeah to wrap it up
0: that's the goal yep
1: this is i mean i'm i'm gonna walk away from this feeling good <laughs> my god i mean honestly I, I, the burning to death is completely off the table here
0: okay you know so freezing to death or uh or lonely death deathbed with covid
1: mm. this is the most morbid shit of all time
0: um Okay, here, I'll give
1: you a fourth option. No, 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 I'll go, look, I'll go with uh, the Jack Nicholson uh, uh, death and um, The Shining. I'll freeze.
0: Okay, so you've mentioned about three movies and I don't, I don't know any of them. Uh, the Shining sounds familiar. Um, I think you also said uh, mm-hmm. Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes wide they're, said, uh, they're
1: both they're Stanley Kubrick nothing. movies. <laughs> what years did they come out? Uh, the, the Shining, I'm going to mess this up, but The Shining, I think was like 80. Ah,
0: so 13 and, years before my birth. Okay. And,
1: yeah. And then uh, Eyes Wide Shut was like 96 or seven.
0: And there's another one that you said, and I don't remember what it was. I'll have to go back and listen.
1: Yeah. Not sure.
0: Okay. We'll move on to a more familiar topic. Um, something a little lighter. So, okay. PPR format, Philip Lindsay or Steve Perry? <laughs> uh,
1: hmm. I'm, go, I'm going, I'm going, I'm nope. going, Lindsay. You are? Oh, okay. That's not what I would say.
0: Um, <laughs> one of the, before I got kicked out of the, uh, live in the stream, living the stream. Gosh, that's really hard. I do that. Don't I? You do living do the stream Facebook page. Um, I, I posted a lot of, uh, or I got a lot of questions on that, in that post about asking you questions. Um, I don't remember any of them since I've been kicked out. Uh, I only remember one and, um, I wanted to know as well, why do you refuse to cut your hair?
1: Oh, well, I don't feel comfortable going to my barber shop. Shaving I mean, your head is out of the question. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I'm way too uh e- egotistical to shave my head. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's crazy long. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen it on like the Periscope things I do, but it's just insanely. I have a huge mullet. It's crazy, but. Um, I, I'm going to it'll be, it'll be September will be one year since I got my haircut. Are you serious? I'm one serious. year. That's it. I mean, I've seen your hair, man. It's not that long. Well, it started from a buzz cut on the sides. So
0: hmm. interesting.
1: All right. Um, let's
0: see here. Um, what's a good one? That's a good one to end on here. Do you stand wipe?
1: <laughs> jesus um aren't
0: these uh podcast type
1: related they, questions they are uh
0: really?
1: no they are they are uh no no, no 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 an appropriate no question for the for the I'm moment standing. i'm not i'm not a child i'm not standing
0: that's embarrassing for me. Okay. All right. Well, Danny, this <laughs> has been fantastic. This is literally my favorite episode. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be like people are going to listen to this and just be
1: like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. <laughs> but you know
0: was... what? It's okay because I had a good time.
1: Dude, that and, was a perfect uh, way to end it. Oh, my God.
0: This was uh this has been great. So at the very least I provided zero value for you uh Danny other than oh. <laughs> wasting an hour of your time. No man, no it, it was so it was fun. Tell people where uh where they can find you and stuff like that. Yeah. So the whole deal. Uh
1: Twitter it's @cdcarter13 uh and then uh, my work will be at rotoworld.com Uh soon I'll be blurbing for world soon enough and uh, my work can also be found at four
0: Ah, beautiful. Wait, wait, wait. I go So Armando Guzman, friend of the show. Um, that's my first friend of the show, by the way, I'm, I'm robbing that from you. Awesome. Um, he is also a friend of the uh, podcast, friend of the podcast first, believe it or not. Yeah, like, I know. I, I, to... I know
1: Armando. I, I mean, yeah. I, I know he's been a, uh, LTSer for a long time.
0: Yeah. He, um, he, you, you and him are also twins. And I, I mentioned that in the, uh, the first week that I was in. The Living the Stream Facebook page that you guys look literally like the exact same person. No way. Um, yeah, yeah. We have to go back. I'll, I'll, I'll tag you and I'll tell a screenshot and send it. Okay. Out. But on Twitter, he asked, um, Did you record with Denny yet? If not, ask him to use Look It as his first look. roto blurb. Can you please explain that for a That's second? Right. This will be the last thing that I promise i let you go.
1: On Living the Stream, when I would try to make an argument, you know, rarely JJ and I will disagree on a streamer. And I'll say something like, "JJ, look at, look at, look at, look at. If Kyle Rudolph does this and this and this, he's gonna have opportunity. you know, uh, you know. I mean, i just taking, you know, one one example. But I, look at, look at, look at. It. That it's, it's just all I say. Look at if I if I said this once, I said it a hundred times. Look at JJ. You know, it's just over and over and over. If I listen to myself, I'm like, oh my god, it's every it's every other word is looking. Oh, you're look
0: doing it, it on accident.
1: Oh, oh, it's it's a verbal tick, yeah."
0: wow i didn't know that about you i hadn't i honestly hadn't noticed it
1: but. uh another one i do is uh is a god blessed and i i don't i don't know if i'm saying god bless it or god blessed i i, I don't know what but nobody I really it. knows but I, but i say it when i'm when i'm like flummoxed or like when i'm when i'm completely perplexed i'll be i'll be like you know and then he dropped it in the back of the end zone god bless that's something i do all the time
0: I don't know why that reminded me of it. and I've told you this story before on the in the Twitter DMs. Um you did a podcast once that one of your one of your podcasts and you said that um uh, you were at the um you were at church at a Lutheran church with your wife. And for the listeners out there who haven't heard the story, Danny was and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Danny, You know what, I'll just let you tell a story. Tell a story about the time you were at a Lutheran church mm-hmm. with your wife singing, going through notes verses. and then I promise I'll ego.
1: I'm sorry, I, I'm I'm blanking here.
0: So the 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 punchline was this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm still having. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll give a little
0: summary. Maybe it'll maybe it'll okay. strike your memory. Maybe it'll okay. jog your memory. You were at you were at church with your wife, mm-hmm. and you were um and Lutheran churches. You said tend to go um, super long with their songs. Yes, and they got to the fourth or fifth verse of the song on a Sunday, mm-hmm. and um in the middle of a verse change when there was a slight pause, mm-hmm. um, you looked at your wife and you said. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me <laughs> in a dead silent church full of 60-year-old boomers. Yeah, right. Well, oh, do you remember now?
1: Yes. It was because okay. they had cut off the, like, the last two verses of the song, and I was unaware of that. So I thought we were going into the sixth verse, and it was just actually just stopped. And I joked, this is the worst <laughs> thing that's ever happened to me. And then I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> So uh, I got
0: to say that's, that's my favorite,
1: <laughs> favorite
0: story. I seen. mean, it was like a Larry
1: David moment. It's mean, just really just completely <laughs> just awkward. Mm, mm. When I think, when I think about it, I get, I, I sweat.
0: <laughs> okay. Anything else you want to say before I let you go?
1: I think I'm all out of takes, Edwin, but thank you for having me on.
0: Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Everybody make sure to subscribe to get more, um, entertainment and uh um, every now and then we'll we'll provide more value than we did today but this was uh you know what this was value i hope it entertains you and if it doesn't entertain you then i don't care this was fun so make sure to subscribe and um that's it for tonight